0: Hello everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Big 12 Podcast. Today it is the 17th of August, 2022. On today's show, the latest on conference realignment. Is the Big Ten done? Searching for teams, how does that affect the Big 12? We'll kind of take stock of where we are because we're approaching the football season. Our focus is going to shift to what's happening on the field. we got to check what's happening off the field first. I want to thank you all for making Locked on Big Twelve, your first listen every single day. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO Big Twelve. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore as well. All right, folks. So as I mentioned, uh, we are getting towards the football season. And, you know, I think we're starting to um starting to not forget about conference realignment, but we're putting it in the rear view mirror for the time being, because always, as we know bombs, you know, these bombs will drop out of anywhere. Now, I can't think if we've had anything super significant happen during the actual season, right? I know that things were finalized in September last last year uh, for the Big 12, bringing in the four new teams. But I feel like for the most part, a lot of the conference realignment stuff, like, you know, at least as, as it pertains to us, has happened really before the season has gotten going. And now we're just uh, you know, a week and a half away till games when we're now two and a half weeks away until Big 12 games, right? Two weeks from this Saturday, we'll have Big 12 games. A week from this Saturday, we're going to have Week 0 games, and the Big 10 will get going. So I think it's kind of important that we talk about, hey, uh, you know, what's the Big 10 doing? And I saw this tweet from John Wilner this morning. going to read it to you all. John Wilner, Pac-12 Hotline, does a great job. I know the Back 12 and Big 12 are at war, and John has been at the center. Of that war, but he says, "Source, the only conference that's truly aligned right now is the SEC." End quote. And then he puts in parentheses, "Hotline aside, the longer the Big Ten, uh, the Big uh, Big Ten goes without finalizing the media contract, the more I wonder if a faction of the leadership is pushing to add new teams now." Dot dot dot. Even if Fox is tapped out, so. Interesting, interesting couple thoughts here. Let's 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 attack the first part of this uh, about the SEC being the only aligned conference, Uh, and you know once again that source saying that could be somebody in the Big Ten, it could be an AD somewhere, whatever it is. Um, you know, it could be a a a Big Ten AD who is currently dissenting. You know, it could uh, could be a Pac-12 AD. We don't know. Just a source, but you know, we trust John. It's an interesting concept, right? The SEC is aligned. Um, I would say that the ACC is aligned in the fact that everybody hates their deal. I I think that's pretty safe to say, right? I think everybody on that side of things hates that deal. I think, I mean, as we've seen in Big 12 country, a lot of you all, the fans out there are not aligned uh, about who should be coming and going, whether Pac-12 schools have a place in the Big 12 conference. So I definitely think, um, not saying things are negative, not saying everybody being, because alignment's a word we've used so much uh, recently. Conference realignment. Uh, is everybody aligned in terms of values and is a coach aligned with the AD and the president, all those things, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, and it doesn't have to be a negative word, right? Like for the big 10, I mean, it's not, not necessarily negative that they're not all aligned on what they should do next. I mean, they're, they're in a really good spot, kind of regardless of what they do. Um, I think it's inter. you know, the PAC 12, obviously not aligned. I mean, I, I, they're trying to put that forward face and, We'll, we'll get more details as kind of that exclusive window is, is closed, it sounds like, and we'll see what's going on now for the Pac-12. Um, and I bet there's some dissension in the Big 12 about, hey, whether or not they should start going, uh, you know, maybe they should open up their TV deal negotiation sooner. I mean, what's really stopping them from doing it, obviously, uh, you know, and I, I think the big, we'll get to that in a little bit, but I think they want to go with, with ESPN. They want to go with Fox, maybe if Fox is tapped out. Part two of this, Fox being tapped out. So we know that the incoming deal is going to be worth somewhere in the range of $1 billion, right? That's what we think that the deal is going to be. $1 billion a season is what we think that this television deal is going to be worth. Um, And Fox is going to maintain a majority of this deal. Once again, it, it sounds like this is kind of set in stone not well, not always set in stone, but for most part, it's pretty good to go. Um, you know, is Fox looking to add more content? Because we know it sounds like FS1 is going to get Big Ten football games. It sounds like the Big Ten, well, the Big Ten Network is going to get football games, right? What else is going to be on Fox? Well, we got the big noon kickoff. We've got the big game. But there hasn't been much discussion about what else is Fox going to do? And I was working yesterday um, with uh, uh, with Robbie Triano over at SiriusXM, you guys seen on the show, oh, doing Big 12 today. We had Bob Thompson on, who used to be the uh, president over at Fox, Fox International, kind of, you know, and then handled a lot of their sports stuff. And he's been on Twitter recently and has, you know, been really open about talking. Um, you know, he's not sure that Fox is done. And he made a really good point. He said that everybody thinks – in television, every, you know, every product has eventually got a cap, but he said the one difference really that we've seen is live sports. Live sports have not stopped growing in terms of value. He's right about that. I mean, um, you can say that some deals are bad, right? But really in terms of the value, and we're talking about college football here, I mean, the values are skyrocketing, right? People are now, you know, they they used to, and he used to, he said this too, they used to sign these long-term deals for security, right? It was nice to have deals that span 10, 12 years. So you could say, if you're a conference, we just secured $3 billion. If you're a TV network, you could say, we've now secured the rights to Conference X for Y amount of years, right? We've got the live sports in hand. Now, because the value of these products continues to increase, We've mentioned this a lot on this show. Why would you sign any deal that's longer than three, four, or five years, right? You think five years is kind of the cap of where you want to go on one of these uh, one of these deals, especially if you're a conference like the big twelve because you you know it, as as nice as it is to be locked into a television deal, everybody. Um, with the changing changing landscape, that's new opportunities, right? new new schools that could be added. Uh, new players in the media space could be wanting a piece of the pie, a piece of the live sports. And look, college football, everybody, is the second most popular sport in America, right? Sundays and Saturdays are bananas. Uh, just the Sundays are super bananas. Uh, the Saturdays are still a handful of bananas, right? I mean, it's still crazy the ratings these things get. So uh, the values are increased. That's why you're not going to see deals that are that, that are this big. So I- I'm curious, you know, and, and kind of back to the point about Fox, like I think it's very interesting is Fox done? That might be a separate question of is the Big Ten done? Right now, if Fox, ad- if the Big Ten adds extra schools here before they sign off on this Fox deal, will that deal go up? Let's see. Or uh, if the Big Ten adds PAC 12 schools, Oregon, Washington, Stanford, and Cal, does the deal go up? We'll see. We have to wait and find out for that. Um, but I, I also, you know, I, I think with that, like we have to consider, okay, What is the Big Ten's goal when you add these extra teams? Well, it might not be just about Fox. I I think the one thing, and Nicole Auerbach has mentioned this, she'd mentioned this a little while ago, is that the West Coast branch is appealing to them because the West Coast time slot, those late games right now, it's not something they're selling. Now, they can start selling that Later on, they're actually in position now to start selling that in 2024, some late slots. Um, but how much is there? Who is going to take it? And look, even if they don't add new teams, maybe the last piece of the puzzle here that we're kind of missing, the reason that we have not had the announcement yet on the Big 10 media deal is maybe they're talking with an Amazon Prime about, hey, who gets three or four UCLA games on Amazon Prime late games out there? A, a couple USC games, a USC versus an Indiana, right? USC versus Illinois, uh, you know, USC versus a- ASU. They can't play them anymore. Um, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, you know, make Rutgers play at 10 o'clock. I don't know. Um, that's kind of what I'm saying. But also, it you know, if you add more of those teams, that adds more inventory to those time slots. And actually you can have some naturally occurring late games, right? You can have a Washington USC at 10 p.m. You can have an Oregon versus UCLA at a 9 p.m. Eastern, 10 p.m. Eastern, and you can actually, in addition to maybe making some of those East Coast teams or mid, you know, Midwest teams play in some of those late time slots. So, um, you know, I think that's something we have to watch here is that, uh, and once again, I'm not putting this out there. I'm just saying we read what Nicole said. And look, if y'all don't read it, Nicole back The Athletic, you all should. She does a great job, uh, you know, her coverage. And she knows the Big Ten very, very well. She is she is entrenched in Big Ten, Big Ten country. Um, and John Wilner, you know, obviously, uh, I know we, we've talked about some of the things that John said on this show, but usually his reporting is pretty solid. Now, is he a Pac-12 optimist? Sure. I mean, it's his life. I'm a Big 12 optimist. Like, you know, I do it for SiriusXM. I do it here, so, you know. I'm a little bit of Big 12 bias as well. I'm not going to send shots across the bow here to the Pac 12 uh, a ton. Um, Yeah, it's that's not my goal here, but I'm just saying. John did bring this up that hey, the Pac 12 could be looking for more schools. They could be, or or some members of the some members of the Big Ten could be going on to add more schools. He said, I wonder if a faction of the leadership is pushing to add teams. Dot dot dot. Even if Fox is tapped out. I don't think John would say, I wonder, unless he's heard some chatter about this before. So once again, there are multiple angles here. I think one, if we're talking about the Big Ten adding schools, we're talking about them trying to get one more time slot in there, and then they'll sell it. That doesn't necessarily mean they'll sell it to Fox. The other piece of this that we're talking about is the Fox being tapped out part. Now, are they tapped out in terms of Big Ten, or are they tapped out in general Um you know, with, with the live sports or what they can pay for live sports, generally speaking, that's a huge question that I have because one thing Bob Thompson mentioned yesterday was uh, I think the best thing for the big 12 is doing a media deal where they kind of keep what they've got right now. So, you know, if, if they could find a way to pull that off uh, that would be excellent for them. If they could if they make end up making that happen, let's talk about that in one second. All right, everybody. Um, today's show is brought to you all by the people at Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over. The NHTSA. You guys know the deal. All right. If you go, especially as we hit college football season, all right. Uh, you're going over to somebody's house to watch football. You drive over there. All right. Don't have a few drinks. Don't have four, five, six drinks, and then then you can drive home. All right. Uh, make sure you stay hydrated as well. You know, sneak a water. In there occasionally, but you guys know the drill, right? It's dangerous, dangerous to do, to drive drunk. I know people have gotten DUIs. I know people have gotten wrecks, and I you know knew a family from school. Somebody lost their life as well. Really sad. Do not be the reason of a tragic event. You guys know the rules: drive sober or get pulled over. All right. So let's talk about the Big Twelve side of this, right? Um, let's just take the perspective of number one: if the if the Big Ten goes after the Pac-12 teams. We've kind of been on this block before, but that means that the next ship everybody would want to jump to, I think, is the Big 12, right? I think you would see um, the, well, not everybody, right? If the Big 10 takes Oregon and Washington, I bet Stanford and Cal want to go too. I'm curious if they would. I think also Stanford and Cal would probably want to join the ACC first before they join the Pac-12. I think that's very true. I think a lot of us kind of all agree on that if they had you know if push came to shove um and they still wanted to play division one athletics and the acc was not or division one you know football and basketball at, at a high level and the acc says no i mean i think there is a world in which cal and stanford go to the go to the big 12 um is it good for all parties i'm not sure everybody thinks that it is i think that stuff should be put aside but i know how everybody else feels about this we've been on this road before but the politics and that side of things um and so, uh, but I think that's the kind of world where it happens. The schools that at that point, you know, if, if the big 10 is just poaching Oregon and Washington, I mean, the four that we've talked about, Colorado Stanford, oh, it's Colorado, Stanford, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Arizona state. I think they would definitely be interested in joining the big 12. I think there's no doubt about that. I think they're interested now. I think they might leave uh, without this necessarily kind of force, uh, uh, you know, there's this is gravity coming down on the gravity of the big 10 coming down on them, depending on how things go, the television contract. But uh, I think, you know, the inertia, getting something in motion here would definitely come. The Big Ten could kind of spur that on. You all know me. I've, I've been skeptical. I mean, I, Once again, I would love Oregon and Washington, and I know not all of you would, but if you're a Big 12 fan, Oregon and Washington add value to this league. They do. They 100% do. I'm sorry. Television ratings just say that. They might not agree politically, but they add value to the league, and that's what I care about, gosh darn it. Um, so I think, you know, when I think about that, like, I would love to have them. That's pipe dream though. I think as always, um, the more likely scenario is that those schools, because of where they're positioned end up joining the big 10. I think that is where we ultimately see them go when that happens. I'm not sure, but I'm just kind of reading the tea leaves here from John, from John Willner's tweet and kind of putting together what you know nicole our said i mean it sounds like the big 10 and i'm sure they've explored it before but i'm sure some of them want to explore it now because it could add value to their, their contract and this is something that we've once again kind of go back to the big 10 side of things like we've mentioned this before folks um you know the reason why pac-12 schools like they can claim the rating stuff like you know washington state gets more running to oklahoma state yeah because nobody else is on when washington state's on right that, that, that we know so we know there is value to those late time late time slots that's why the big 10 want to get involved in that. That's what the pack. Uh, that's what the big 12 should want to get involved with in that too. And they can offer more of that if they get those, those Pac-12 schools. So like, you know, once again, uh, the time slot thing, the big 12 is a little bit of ability of that. Now. I mean, I think if they talk to BYU about playing um, if they can convince BYU to play four of their games each year at eight o'clock mountain time, I think that'd be fantastic because that's 10 PM Eastern and they can offer that to somebody else. So I think having that as a good basis is a great place to go. I think maybe having a couple games that start at 9 p.m. Central, right? Have four or five Big 12 games or maybe one Big 12 game each week that starts at 9 p.m. Central. Um, You know, I I know it's a really late start, maybe 8.30 Central, right? Uh, I think that'd be a good place to go as well. Just trying to push it into those windows because we know for a fact those windows are valuable. But I'd love to – I mean, if you had Utah and you had the Arizona's and you had the Colorado's – everybody that makes that so much easier because number one, those are more locations you can go to and number two, all of those schools can play each other in those windows. So Arizona can play Arizona State late. Arizona can play Colorado late Arizona can play Utah late you you talk play Colorado late you talk play Arizona State late. Arizona can play Colorado late you know Arizona can play Utah late. like that once again, inventory we're talking about inventory here. that increases that late inventory. So um, you know what what would the big 10 adding more schools mean? Probably some gains for the Big 12, not just in teams, but in windows they can offer, which ups the value of their deal. So I talked about maybe negotiating, start negotiating now to that point, maybe it's better off the Big 12 waits, which is one of those things I'm sure Brett, Yormark and company are, are, are uh, you know, they're weighing right now as they decide, hey, when should we uh, proceed forward and start kind of, you know, trying to get these television talks going because they can always bump up that wet window of time. So, a Pac 12 do it. We know that the Big, the Big 12 could probably do it too. Um, and then, what's the likelihood that, you know, as Bob Thompson mentioned, like, could the Big 12 get that same package that they currently have back? Um, I know we've talked a million times on this show about what that Big 12 deal is going to look like, where it goes. But I think John brings up an interesting point here. How tapped is Fox? Now, Bob Thompson yesterday, once again, talked to him on Sirius XM, didn't seem totally convinced. That Fox was tapped, but he worked there, so maybe he's got some positive vibes about Fox, whatever. John thinks that maybe that could be the case, not not saying he's not saying that 100%, but he you know, he did mention and float that out there. So maybe, but we've talked you know, we've talked about this too, like, okay, um, you know, I actually wonder if Bob's correct, like is the best deal for the big 12 the one they currently have in terms of exposure, it's great, right? I mean, uh, you know, uh, an ESPN, as we talked about before, has those slots to fill. So being in a combination with Fox and ESPN, Is still a great place to be. But, you know, I think the question is okay, can you leverage that against like with an Amazon, with a Paramount Plus, with an NBC or the Peacock? Like, can they leverage that and say, okay, we've got some, or, you know, add inventory, they're adding more inventory. Uh, Can they put some of those games in those places? Can they make it competitive? Can they add, you know, can they offer more stuff? Much of the Big Ten is doing. Can they add packages in different time slots? That's what we're talking about here. And, uh, you know, that's kind of my question is all right, what is, you know, is Bob Thompson correct? Is the current setup the best package for the Big 12? We're going to touch on that a whole lot more. We'll especially talk about that tonight when we do our roundtable. Uh, so we'll let you guys know about that. One of our sponsors and I have a quick message from me personally. I'm going to tell you guys about um, – I'm not going anywhere or anything. Just want to let you guys know about it. But today's show is brought to you by BetOnline and BetOnline.net. You guys can go to Online today. Make an account. It's free to do. And you guys can get in on all of the wagering action. You guys want to bet on overs and unders? For the college football season—they've got some new props coming in there as well. So once again, go to BetOnline and BetOnline.net today. Football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, MMA—you got it all there. BetOnline, BetOnline.net today. All right. So, quick note from me: uh, You all know I do two podcasts here. I do the locked on nationals podcast and a locked on big 12 podcast in two weeks. Uh, at once, once September hits, I will no longer be doing locked on nationals. I will be fully focusing at least my podcasting time on locked on big 12. This has been a wonderful community. You all have been so good to me. So I want to appreciate you guys. If If you're new to the channel, please, please subscribe. We're trying to get that number up as we head towards the football season. Um, and that, that just helps. So, you know, and when it comes to podcasting, I, I just love how this show has grown and exploded. want to thank you all for doing that. And so with that, uh, you know, I'm going to focus all of my podcasting time that I have on this league, on this conference, on this channel, on this podcast, on all of you all. So please, please spread the word, keep this podcast growing. I appreciate everything you all have done. Make sure you like subscribe, tell your friends and, uh, let's keep pushing this thing. Keep this thing rolling. Appreciate it. All right, my friends, Till next time, as always, stay safe.